In this episode of Talking Cinema, we're going to go over our newest reviews and ratings for the latest movies and TV shows we watched, the weekly news, which includes some new release dates from Disney, and we're going to find out who the king of streaming platforms is. So uh, take it away, Kenny. Episode number episode ten. It's ten. We're at ten. We're finally at ten. Brain fart on my end, but we're finally at episode ten. You guys know what the podcast is now. Come on. (laughs) Remind us. Make it a ten. What is it called? The Talking Cinema Podcast. (laughs) As always, I'm Bobby. I'm Adam. That's my cue. Yes, and let's get into (laughs) it. What have you seen recently? All right. Um, oh god, what have I seen recently? Okay, I'm gonna start with TV shows. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck up your plans in your little notes app there. All right. Um, I watched Normal People. You've seen Normal People? Never heard of that. Okay. Um, it's a one season show on Hulu. All the episodes are 30 minutes, 12 episodes. So it's with Paul Mescal, who just got nominated for an Oscar for After Sun. He's like 27. Yeah, he's going to be in Gladiator 2. Going to be in Gladiator 2. He's really, really talented and really good. Um, so it stars him and Daisy Edgar Jones, who was in Fresh. I don't know if you saw it. It was that horror movie with Sebastian Stan. Um, she's also a little up and comer. I think she's 25. Um, they're both really, really good. So the show is like based on this book where it's basically like – have you seen the before trilogy, like before yeah. Sunrise, all those? Okay. But like, you know what they're about, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like the whole point is just like an accurate depiction of like what a love story would look like in the real world, basically. It's like the whole thing. Um, and Normal People is basically that, but just for like, I don't know, I guess our generation or like just people a little younger than like Ethan Hawke was or whatever in the movies. But yes, that's how I would describe it. It's like the most accurate depiction of a love story it's basically like a teen like if it was like if there was a teen show for adults you know like a teen romance show but like (laughs) for adults um and it's so fucking good and just so real and i fucking love it and yeah the two leads are really really good um i gave it a nine four it's one season fucking it will knock you out it's very sad at times um but it, yeah, it casts such a such a fucking awesome spell, dude, and it's so real and lit as fuck. Normal people on Hulu. I don't know if there's gonna be a second season. I doubt it. But yeah, there you go. What have you seen recently, Bobby? All right, I'll 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 start off with TV shows too. Uh, uh-huh. I finally watched Beef season one. Beef. Um, I didn't really like it that much. What? I thought the acting was great. And like the cinematography was great, but it the story was just like too fucking stupid for me. Like I get that's the premise of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's supposed to be like two people with like really bad anger issues, and like how like everything stems from like a stupid thing that happens due to those anger issues, mm-hmm. and how they kind of like take a t- lot of shit and all that, but like. It was just too fucking stupid for me. Like, I I still don't, like, understand. Like, I feel like it's too blown out of proportion 
Like it would never happen. Like no one will ever get into like a road rage incident and then end up in the middle of the fucking desert together trying to murder one another months later. Uh huh. And like kidnapping their kid. Like, I mean, maybe it could happen for all I know, but I just feel like that's way too whatever. Probably the worst show of the year so far. Lowest wow. rating. Really? I'm going 7-6. That's the lowest rating for a show. I think this year overall has been a pretty good year for TV uh-huh. shows, but this by far is the worst season of television I've watched this year. Damn. Respect. Yes. I mean, I actually I loved Beef. I thought it was really, really good. Like I said, the acting's great. The uh, cinematography is even better. Yeah. But the story is just like really fucking stupid. I definitely get what you mean with like the completely blown out of proportion kind of thing. Yeah, and then it's like it just gets like weirdly complex and like the and weird ways and shit like that. I don't know. Like they get like super deep and like super odd ways that just for me makes zero sense on how they should fucking see each other. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah, I don't fucking know. If yeah, if you and can now, look past now, the premise, now they're gonna, now really they're gonna be now it seems like they're in love. So like I like it's what? Okay. spoiler spoiler. <laughs> Beef's been out for a while. So like like that whole like that just makes no sense. Where it's like they they hate each other up until the last fucking twenty minutes of the show, and then mm-hmm. as the main male, forget his name, Stephen Yen, no, the character. Yeah, oh. forget his name but like both leads end up like in the hospital and then they end up like cuddling in a hospital bed mm-hmm. and i just thought that was just like bizarre yeah i think like the point was that they're basically the same person right that's like what they realized the whole time yeah so i don't know it kind of did it for me i get what you mean though like the premise is a little ridiculous but if you could look past it i guess i don't know um it was a little too ridiculous for me that's right. otherwise the acting was great. Yeah. The cinematography was great. A24 made it, I think, right? They did. They yeah. produced it. Right. Okay. 7-6. Uh, 7-6 seven, six. Seven, six on the Bob scale. Yes. So let's get into the movie. If you're keeping score at home, guys, <laughs> mark it up. Um, okay. Do you have any more TV shows? or no? no, I haven't really. I've been watching Insecure, which is really good, but I haven't even finished a season yet, so I don't think yeah. I can. Um, I just started Suits, which has been actually pretty good. Um, I, that's honestly, it's written really well so far. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm also giving it really high praise Four episodes, three and a half episodes in, and it's an eight, eight season show. Is there anyone in that or no? It's just all randoms. Um, it's Meghan Markle's in it. Okay. I'm trying to think of the guys. I think it's Patrick J. Adams. Mm. Sure of him. He's in it. I know that name, but I don't know why. I think it's the, the guy who plays Harvey. I want to say his name's like. Gabe something. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. Gabriel Mock. He's he's good in it. I don't know if you know who he is. Here. Um it's very good so far. I like how it's it's very well written, which I really like mm-hmm. so far. And uh I should I've been trying to watch Platonic. That's an Apple TV show. Right. Suits is on Netflix now, by the way. But um it's Roseburn, uh Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. Clara Gallo, Luke McFarlane. It's basically for the most part 
a recast of the four main actors and actresses from the Neighbors <laughs> movies, but what was the other guy's name from Neighbors? Uh, Ike Barinholtz? Yeah, he's yeah. not in it. They tag in Luke McFadden for that. He's in Bros, which is not that good of a movie, but I thought it was all right. The show's all right so far. It's basically Rose Byrne and uh, Seth Rogen are just platonic friends. Mm-hmm. It's not really doing it for me right now. It gives me <laughs> it gives me shrinking vibes, but it's nowhere near as good as shrinking. Shrinking. I believe there's five. Five or six total episodes out. I'm only two episodes in. Mm. It's all right so far. I'm hoping for it to get a little better. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I haven't finished any of those, so I can't really give a a true review yet. That's fair. Yeah, Insecure is good. It's on HBO. I'm digging it, but, you know, I can't give a review because I haven't, I haven't finished the season, Bobby. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, should we, do, should we do movies now? Yes. Wow. Okay. Should well, I go first? Oh, my God. All right. Um, so the first one I watched, okay. Um, it's called a simple favor. Have you seen this? No, no. Okay. So it's with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively and what's his name? Henry Golding. Yeah. He's good. Right. So it's them, those three. And basically the premise is, um, Anna Kendrick is like a classic, like mom's mom. And she makes little mommy's podcasts and or not podcast she's like she's live streams whatever um and she like tells people how to be good mom stuff she's like a total mom single mom whatever like in love with her son and then like she meets blake lively who like has a career and is like kind of a celebrity and has like her whole thing going on and their kids are friends and they start hanging out and she's a terrible mom i assume kinda yeah but she's like all free-spirited and shit and so like anna kendrick loves that um and then she goes missing and then the whole movie is like Anna Kendrick trying to track her down basically. And then she turns up dead and then like spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. She's not dead. It is, it is crazy. Um, and then it's like a twin like body that she's funny or whatever. Um, it's not very good. I thought it was okay. Like it helped me at the beginning, but then I just got so fucking bored. Um, and then I just like, I watched the rest of it, but it's it's not that great. And like the big reveal is like kind of cool, but I don't know. It didn't really do it for me. Um, but there is Anna Kendrick incest in this movie. If that's the kind of thing that you're into, yeah. she fucks her brother. <laughs> she totally fucks her brother in the movie, and that's like a plot point. Um, it's her half brother. I don't know if that. Um, it's the guy. What you doing, step bro? <laughs> it's the guy who plays worse than step bro. It's half bro. Half bro is way worse. Um, <laughs> It's the guy who plays Ted in Schitt's Creek. I don't know if you've seen Schitt's Creek. But, no, I haven't. Um, yeah, she fucks her brother in the movie. And then Blake Lively starts calling her brother fucker. And that's like a big thing. And it was so fucking weird. Um, yeah, I gave it a 7-2. That was okay. Uh, I don't know. That's great. <laughs> what did I watch it on? Hulu? I don't know. Well, one of them. One of those uh, remakes. Yeah. You can skip that one. Or if you want to see Anna Kendrick incest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, my first movie was the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman, his first of his two Batman movies, or yeah, first of his two Batman movies, not all of his superhero movies though, mm-hmm. but I gave it overall a six, four. Um, that was, it's really not that great, 
but it's probably the best Batman movie outside of the Dark Knight trilogy because I really do not like the Batman. Like it, like it, nothing had didn't have anything going for me, honestly. And Jack Nich- Nicholson stole the show as a Joker. Mm. I really like the whole like comic book feel. Like if you find anything remotely close to the Joker when it comes to comic book, like Jack Nicholson's performances to a T how that is. And if I'm going to be honest, I'm putting him at my second favorite Joker performance. Yeah. I was going to ask you over uh Joaquin Phoenix. Not, it's nothing to like, I'm not taking anything away from Joaquin Phoenix. I just really like how it was very close to the comics mm-hmm. because that's like, that's what makes all those movies. Awesome. How like comic book accurate they are. Uh-huh. And if a movie's not comic book accurate, I mean, it could either be, I mean, rarely are they good, but they're they're normally not great, mm-hmm. and it really kills it for fans too because then they're like, "What the fuck is this?" It's like imagine like they switch Batman from like Bruce Wayne to like a different name. You're gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You're gonna immediately hate the movie, right? So that's how I really liked it. I mean. It's also the Joker is also their take on him growing up. So mm-hmm. it's two or all three Jokers that I've seen are three also completely different types of Jokers. <laughs> Jared Leto. I'm not counting. <laughs> but um, he is committed at least. Yeah. <laughs> and also Heath Ledger is just on another level. Yeah. That's probably the best supporting actor. Hmm. Like, or best supporting actor performance I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Like, it was unreal. But the Batman, or 1989 Batman gets a 6-4. The Batman gets, like, like negative review points. I don't oh, my know. God. You really hated that movie? Dude, it's three hours, and it's the most boring movie of all time. I thought it was it's, okay. It's three hours, and the best scene is Paul Dano. Telling him he lost and he lost. Mm-hmm. And then you find out he loses. But technically, based on what happens, he doesn't because he saves a lot of people. But at the same time, he only saved everyone at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> it was MSG. Yeah. yeah. He literally saves everyone that's at, that made it to Madison Square Garden and that was it. That's true. So whoever else was on the street, probably millions of people, <laughs> died. <laughs> I will say that the best part about the the Batman is uh like how Robert Pattinson's like every action scene looks very fluent. Yeah, I, do, I also think that's due to like how modern it is and probably how much better his suit is when mm-hmm. it comes to moving. That's the only thing I didn't really like about the Dark Knight movies. You've probably seen clips like Christian Bale just looks so like fucking like he look, looks like he doesn't can't move too too well. Uh huh. Like Robert Pattinson looks like he's able to move like really well and stuff. That's probably the the best part about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of it. I'm the whole Kurt Cobain Bruce Wayne thing doesn't really <laughs> do it for me either. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool concept. I'm not gonna lie. It's like a it's a super cool concept. I think it's sick, but it just it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not as invested in the Batman and stuff, so I like I enjoyed it. But um, yeah, if you were like really. Invested, I could see being obsessed by it. Yes. Okay. 1989, Batman, final. 6-4. 6-4 on the Bob scale. Yeah, people really like that movie. They made two of them, I think, right? There's like, and he comes back. Well, I found out this, 
past weekend that technically his Batman, Val Kilmer's Batman, and George Clooney's Batman are all technically the same person. It's just a recast. Gotcha. So it's all so the same there's story. Four people, yeah. It's okay. the same story, and it's just a bunch of recasts. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, but he has two movies. Val Kilmer has one, and Clooney has one. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure after that one, they all suck. Yeah, I, I've seen the Clooney Batman, and it's honestly like a lot of fun if you just know what it is when you're going into it. It's such like a color, fucking like so like saturated mess, and it's like really yeah. really funny. And uh, what's his name? Fucking Schwarzenegger is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I'll go on to my next one. So what else did I see? I saw The Lovebirds. I've seen that. You've seen The Lovebirds? Yeah. Do you like The Lovebirds? It was all right. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, so it's Kumel and uh, Issa Rae from Insecure. Um, and they play this couple who is like, you know, kind of on the rocks and then they basically they break up and then immediately they're thrown into this mess of there's basically like a murder right in front of them that they might be blamed for. And so they start freaking out and they try to solve the murder. Um, yeah. While trying to avoid being arrested, uh, basically like, you know, to clear their name or whatever. And it's so fucking funny. Like those two together are hilarious. And also Kumel, I think is just one of the funniest people in general. Like everything that guy says fucking cracks me up um yeah it's a netflix movie i thought it was very good very funny very cute you know a little rom-com thing um i liked it a lot i give it an eight three the lovebirds <laughs> for your consideration <laughs> all right my next movie is just came out the flash i saw, you saw the flash yes i saw it thursday you didn't tell me about this i totally told you about this oh, I, don't I saw the flash um funny very nostalgic and everything you would expect from a a multiverse movie. Uh-huh. Like I'm honestly looking forward to what James Gunn has in store. I was kind of thinking about it. I listened to how he was breaking down Superman Legacy, which I think will be his first film mm-hmm. that he's doing as the head of DC, and it honestly just sounds like a remake of Man of Steel, how he described it. Okay. Where it's like just Superman growing up, trying to get in touch with his like home planet, mm-hmm. like kind of find his culture. Did they cast Superman yet or no? No. no. Okay. They haven't. But um. But you'll be the first to know when they do. Yes. If you, if you yeah. keep listening. Yes. And uh, I'm honestly looking. I mean, I guarantee you Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is going to be really bad. I've heard it's awful. Is Amber Heard in it again? Yeah. Yeah, she's she's, she's, she's back. Yeah. Wow. yeah, she's in it. I think this is definitely her last movie. <laughs> Period. Um, maybe, probably, <laughs> but um, I doubt it's any good. Um, spoiler warning though for the Flash right now, so you could like skip ahead. We're gonna say, I'm gonna give you like two minutes. Skip ahead two minutes. Wow. Um, it's a two minute long spoiler. Yeah. So, in the Flash, it's kind of just for all like the the nostalgic cameos we get so yeah i heard about this so as like the whole multiverses are like colliding and stuff you see i don't know the actors names but it's the first ever superman the first ever flash the first ever batman and robin forget all those actors names 
But then you see Christopher Reeve, Superman, CGI'd. Um, you'll get a review on the first two Superman movies Christopher Reeves did. But he is by far the best Superman. No one touches him. Those movies are absolutely fantastic. Or the first one's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But seeing him was, I was like, holy crap, I didn't expect that. Then you kind of get like a, like a parody cameo of Nick Cage as Superman. I feel like we're slowly turning into just like a Nick Cage <laughs> podcast, but <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage is in it for literally all of 20 seconds, not even. Was it awesome? Not, uh, yeah, he takes down like a giant spider, so not really. Okay. But Nick Cage was almost Superman mm -hmm. in the whole Michael Keaton era. And Tim Burton was going to direct it, but That's they true. they shot it down. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, his suit is like ridiculously too tight. It's it's funny, and he has like really long hair, so that was pretty funny. What else? And then Ezra Miller plays himself to plays two different flashes. George <laughs> he even plays Ezra Miller. I'm like yeah. that sounds troubling. Yeah, <laughs> he's very troubled. Yeah, yeah, but um, you guys should have already known that. <clears throat> And at the end, they used the one PG-13 curse word to perfection. And so he finally, like, goes back. He fixes what he should have fixed a while ago, which ca caused this whole multiverse mess. Mm -hmm. But he switches what level, like, the cans are so his dad could be free and, like, get out of prison. Mm -hmm. And he gets a call from Bruce Wayne. He talks to him. And Bruce pulls up, opens the door, and, oh, my gosh. What do you know? It's George Clooney. And George Clooney walks up to him. And Ezra Miller's like, who the fuck are you, dude? And it, I just started dying laughing. And it's so perfectly placed. And George Clooney's like, Barry, what are you talking about? And it's that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Pulling out all the stops, man. Yeah. And then I think this cameo or this post-credit scene is very important. It's really you really don't have to wait for it. I, you could just, you can listen to this. This is actually perfect time to stop. It's just Ezra Miller and Jace Momoa after the bar, uh -huh. and Jace Momoa is really drunk. And it's just Barry Allen explaining how like he's been all over the multiverse and how each Batman looks different. Basically, saying he's seen Christian Bale, Pattinson, Ben Affleck, Keaton, Clooney, Kilmer everyone else mm -hmm. and how Jason Momoa is the same exact person. <laughs> and it's, like, I thought that was funny. I didn't know. Maybe I'm reading it a little too over the top and saying, maybe they're just going to keep Jason Momoa uh -huh. in James Gunn's uh, DC. But yeah, I thought it was good. I liked the flash. It was, it was really funny though. Ezra Miller was actually pretty good. Um, <sighs> I gave it a 7-4. Go see it now before you can't see it anymore. <laughs> before, before you can't. Before it's not in theaters for, you know. A month. <laughs> give a month. What did you give it a 7-4? 7-4. I kind of want to see it. I don't know. I don't also, um, this is also, actually, no, people know this. Michael Shannon returned to Zod, but he's been, like, coming out and saying how he didn't really like coming back. Because he's very close with Zack Snyder, who obviously did Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. And he really liked how he had to like, do a deep dive and like dissect of the character. He was training and 
prepping for over like six months and shooting for like, it was like a whole year process. Mm -hmm. And the flash, it was like a two week thing. And he doesn't, and he was like, yeah, no, I mean, just felt really different, man. Like, I don't really get the whole multiverse thing and all this. But if you just watch any Michael Shannon interview about the flash, he just seems like he's not having it at all. He doesn't look like he's having it. It looks like he just didn't enjoy it. Grow up, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I kind of agree with him on some some things where it's like maybe you put so much dedication into a character once just for you to come back, get Zack Snyder's blessing to play him again, uh-huh. just for it to be like a like a all right, yep, you're done. <laughs> Two weeks, okay, you're done, dude. Uh-huh. Like yeah, it's for the fans. Bring him in just to fans. kick him out. Yeah. I don't know. I get what you're saying though. But yeah. the flash, seven four. Should I see it? Yes, go see it. Even if I don't give a shit about DC. Yes. Okay. Is Ben Affleck in it? Yes, he is. Okay, cool. Ben Affleck's in it. I might see it then. And there's a very very funny scene with him and uh, Barry Allen in the beginning with Wonder Woman. Okay, fair enough. Um, Okay, the last movie that I saw this week um, is called Francis Ha. It's from 2012. Um... Bobby shrugging off camera. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's made by Noah Baumbach. He made Marriage Story and The Squid and the Whale and The Meyerowitz Stories. He's made a bunch of stuff. He's really, really famous. He's really good. I love Noah Baumbach. Yeah, so he made this uh, movie, Francis Todd, 2012, with Greta Gerwig, who I don't think he was dating at the time, but then since they've dated, I'm pretty sure they're married right now. Um. And yeah, so he co-wrote it with her and she's the star of the movie. Adam Driver's in it. He's great. He wears a fedora. He's very funny. Um, but yeah, she, it's like her show the whole time. And it's like, an, it's only like an hour and 20 minutes and it's great. It's basically like, there's no real plot. The whole thing is like, it's just basically a girl who's like 25, you know, like post-college and just like trying to figure her life out basically, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's the whole vibe. And it's like basically a girl trying to get her life together in New York in you know 2012 the whole thing's black and white which is interesting i don't know i think it works um yeah i thought it was really it's again it's the perfect movie if you're you know in college or just out of college or whatever and it, it makes you okay with not having your life together basically is the vibe that they're going for and it's super gotcha. cute and i thought it was really really good um i give it a 9.2 I think it's really good. I don't think it's his best movie, but it's up there. The Meyerowitz stories is maybe my favorite. I don't know. He's a lot of great ones. The last movie I saw was new Netflix movie out extraction Two. Oh, it was awesome. Oh. It was better than the first one. Better than the first, better one. than the first one. But the first one's good. Chris Hemsworth is absolutely <laughs> great. And this much anticipated sequel that Netflix has been brewing up for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Extraction came out in 2020, right? That sounds about right. It, yeah, it had to be 2020. 2020 or 2019, one of those. It was like some weird 2019 at the end of the year, and everyone decided to watch it in 2020. Sure. Um, the training scene at the beginning of the movie is absolutely like sick. Mm-hmm. It just shows him like ripping off all of like his braces and shit, and just starts going to work, getting ready. The cinematography is absolutely phenomenal, as mm-hmm. it was in the first movie. 
Yeah. Because these movies, they just build fucking the most random contraptions that will fit on a car and do these 14-minute long car chases, and it's just all lively filmed. Yeah. It's awesome. And the action sequences throughout are also absolutely stellar. I really liked how much they made this movie, though, like super personal for Tyler Rake, which is mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth's character. Because I feel like we haven't seen him play anyone where it necessarily allows him to take a deep dive into the character. He's honestly just been playing Thor for the most part. Yeah. Like only, or everyone only sees him as Thor now. I haven't seen Rush. I know you have, but that's probably like the deepest he's probably had to dive into a character. Yeah, he was really good in this movie, Bad Times at the El Royale. Did you see that one? He's really, really good. He plays a villain. He's really scary and stuff, but he's awesome. But, like, he, this movie was very good. I gave it an 8-4. Definitely better than the first one. Damn. I didn't expect it to be better than the first one. Yes. I didn't think the first one was, like, the greatest movie ever, but, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, Uh, the first one, the first one is solid. First one stunned me because I didn't think it would be that good. Right. Yes, it's it's uh written by um the brothers. What were they? The Russos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and they made it, I think, too. No, they didn't direct no? it this time. Really? Oh, huh. well, they definitely directed the first one, I think. Um, yeah, those movies are great. Though at least the first one, they have great action sequences. Sam Hargrave directed this one. The second one. Okay, gotcha. You sh- did the Russos direct the first one? Or out of the. Pull up the receipt. Sam Hargrave. Fuck. <laughs> well, they produced no, it. Jo- yeah, no, they wrote it. They, they wrote, wrote it. Brothers wrote they, they wrote it. it. They wrote and produced it. Yeah, I know. Sam Hargrave directed uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. They yeah. definitely had fingerprints on You know, but how he, like, the cinematography in both those movies is great. Yeah, they know. Because he builds contraptions to put on cars, and he literally straps, like, four guys onto the car. Yeah. You'll see videos of it, and they just sit there mm-hmm. and try their best to keep the, the camera steady and to film it as best as possible yeah if you guys liked the winter soldier just anything like that like the action sequences if you're a fan of action those movies are off the charts they're just action yes. the whole time action packed action packed dude packed with action but uh those are all the reviews for me you got any more no i don't have anything me and bobby have been watching the idol Every time that we've done an episode, we have to watch an episode tonight, by the way. Yeah, it's awful. It's <laughs> so awful. bad. It's basically, all right, it's like porn, but with really bad actors. <laughs> it's porn with really bad acting from yeah. The weekend. Yeah. And it's basically as if Johnny Depp's daughter is like just trying to ruin her career. Right. Like just yeah. acting naked in front of a camera. Right. She's like a pop star in it. And I you guess, know what? You know what? This is the best way to describe it. It's like the Kim Kardashian fucking porno, but instead of Kim K, it's Lily Rose Depp, and instead of I think it's like Ray J, it's it's, it's fucking the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the whole thing is like she's with a pop the very star. with the very very um what what is it stacked supporting cast watching. supporting cast is loaded, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like Lily Rose Depp is like a pop star, and it's just like people trying to like drag her down, you know, like upload photos about her, talk shit about her, like all this stuff. Um, the first episode, she uh, goes viral for have, taking a selfie with cum on her face. That's and the plot of the first episode. And it's actually the most graphic photo. Show it! Yeah. Show it! And it's so disgusting. It's, it's, um, it's really gross. Yeah. 
Yeah, like the supporting it's, cast is great. It's so totally demoralizing. Know. I don't know why anyone would take that rep, that yeah. uh, role. I don't know. It's like I saw a review about it. The and guy who made like, Euphoria is the guy who made this. Euphoria. Yeah, he's uh-huh. the big. It seems like just the. He seems just like a pedophile, I guess, at this point. I don't know. Or maybe just a sex porn. addict. Just make oh, porn, no. dude. I don't know. Um, I saw a review that was like, this is the biggest, like, try-hard TV. And I'm like, that's, like, the best way to put it. Like, there's nothing there. And there's, like, all these, like, you know, shots and long scenes. But there's nothing. It's just, like, porn. And I don't know. You know what's the most Shout irritating out. thing, though? They gave The weekend a rat tail. <laughs> they did give her. And it's, like, but, like, the thing is, it's, like, <laughs> 10 inches long like, it goes down his back a good amount it's so bad guys yeah it's, it's really, it's really bad. bad and there's a scene where like he's like take puts a shot collar on some male stripper and yeah, he's trying dude. to make him dance a certain way and yeah. he keeps shocking him <laughs> yeah he like owns a nightclub and he's like training this guy to be a better dancer i guess and he, he makes him wear a shot collar he makes shots it's, it's awful don't watch it but yeah unless you have to unless you love bad tv unless and- you Unless you don't want to use Pornhub. That's true. Um, Watch the idol. Just go in knowing it's terrible. And then I think you might get something out of it. I don't know. Yes. But yeah. But um, <laughs> moving on from the idol. <laughs> we're going to get through the weekly news. Hit it. So uh, the first bit of news is maybe after an hour after we upload our last episode, Disney decided to announce the new release dates for a bunch of their films that are and that's due to the writer strike. <laughs> Pay your writers. They're the most important part. Yeah, man. Um, Talking Cinema Podcast endorses the strike. Yes. Let it be known. Yes, we're funding it. <laughs> we're funding it, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um that's what my that's what my uh job goes to. Right. All the pay goes straight <laughs> there. Um for the MCU, Deadpool was actually moved up to May twenty twenty four, Deadpool three. Captain America Brave New World is now in August of 2024. Did I say May 2023? I think I did. I think you did. Deadpool 3 moved up to May 2024. No, you said 2024. I don't know. Or reset it, though. Okay. Captain America Brave New World is now August 2024. The Thunderbolts is December 2024. Blade is February 2025. The Fantastic Four is May 2025. Kang Dynasty, May 2026. And Secret Wars, May 2027. It's kind of sad, though, although that's definitely not every movie coming up. If it was, that'd be really sad because that's not that many movies. Um, Avatar 3, or movies outside the MCU, Avatar the Seed Bearer, Avatar 3 is now December 2025. I'm devastated. <laughs> How guys, far did it get pushed back? It got pushed back a whole year. A whole year? Disney shit in the bed. Oh, my this God. This movie's 90% made. You don't have to touch it. It's 90% made. Leave it. Jay they filmed it in 2014. <laughs> they filmed all these movies so long ago. Just keep it. Just keep it. They don't need an extra year to edit. That's Although it probably helped out and it'll probably look even better. <sighs> um, and then there's supposed to be three Star Wars films from 2026 to 2027. Really? One of them's got to be about Rey. I oh, I didn't know that she was getting more films. Yeah, I believe she's doing one where she's like training jedi or something i don't know i did not hear about this yes very interesting stuff um warner brothers is trying to get christopher nolan back in the payroll um i love christopher nolan he might be my favorite director right now yeah honestly probably ever i love all of his movies but i think warner bros is like 
if they want to do this, they're going to really need to fucking pay him. Because hmm. A, all of his movies cost so much to make nowadays. And he's just phenomenal. Like, why would you... Why why would you fuck that up in the first place? Um, Cormac McCarthy has died at age 89. He wrote No Country for Old Men, All the Pretty Horses, and The Road. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that the writer of your favorite movie of all time, or in your opinion, the best movie of all time, died? Controversial take, but I'm I'm sad. I'm going to go with sad. How's <laughs> Is that the appropriate reaction to that? <laughs> As a controversial, it said it I'm online. kidding. I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Sorry. then um, the last bit of news was Netflix had their, they're saying it's pronounced Tadum, but I thought it was Tadum. I don't know. <laughs> okay. You know, like the chime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, maybe this. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So Netflix is Tadum. They had like some whole Brazil festival and they announced a ton of stuff. So mm-hmm. the results from that are. The Lincoln Lawyer Season 2 will premiere July 6th. There was a Squid Games teaser trailer. It showed like all the new new cast members, all the returning cast members. Big announcement for, I know I watch the show. I don't think you do, but you Season 5, they announced the teaser trailer's coming soon. I'm amped. Um, Lupin Part 3, first look. I watched it. It was awesome. You go look that up. Just search up Lupin Part 3. It's a French show. It's phenomenal. Go watch it. It's about... Uh, I'm probably going to botch the first. It's about Arsene Lupin. It's some shit like that. I don't know. I think that's how it's pronounced. But it's like a whole uh, like spy book or spy novels, I believe. Or burglar novels. It's like a gentleman burglar. And it's this guy that read all the books and he becomes like the real life version of the, that guy. Um, we get the first clip from The Witcher season three, Henry Cavill's last season on that show. He has been recast. <laughs> the first look the at the live holes left and right. Yeah, man. and <laughs> he's losing a lot of jobs. Uh, first look at the live action Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. I'm not going to watch this. A little late. I feel like that craze kind of died out, no? Nah, I don't think so. I no. feel like a lot of people still watch it, but it was like kids. I think it's thing. gonna. I think it's gonna suck. Well, the last one was terrible. I don't know if you've seen it. I watched it. It's awful. The twenty ten M Night Shyamalan one is or two thousand nine one or the other. It's fucking brutal. Yes, so bad. Um, Fuber was renewed for a season two, so we get more Arnold. Hooray! And Linda Hamilton, she plays Sarah Connor in the Terminator movie franchise mm-hmm. she joined the cast of stranger things season five I, that's a very big ad do you watch stranger things yes stranger things is very good i gotta get on that um also forgot we had a little bit more news so i'll read that off quickly the guy who directed the flash is now is set to direct the uh the batman the brave and the bold it sounds like a soap opera is that the third batman movie no that's that's uh the Second one? That's the James Gunn's universe Batman. Oh, so completely so restarted. There's going to be two different Batman. Right, because, Batman at the you same know, time, fuck yeah. DC. <laughs> um, his name is, I may botch the last name, Andy Muschietti. Playing Batman? No, no, no. Oh, the, the director. director. Oh, okay. Right? I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Muschietti? 
Okay. I might have said that wrong. If I did, I'm sorry. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah. And also, today, big announcement, Craven the Hunter trailer came out, and it officially releases in October. By far the coolest fucking movie poster of the year. Um, this is in and, the Sony yeah. universe, right? Yeah, so this, this is, is like Venom. This is in the Venom universe. Yeah. Venom Morbius universe. Venom Morbius. Which universe. is also supposedly the Andrew Garfield universe. Is that official? He's he's the Sony Spider-Man. That's true. Okay. So, yes. Lock it in. Aaron Taylor Johnson looks absolutely phenomenal in I the trailer. Him, dude. So he cool. looks so fucking cool in the poster. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And this isn't news, but we just want to come out and say we're sorry and that we're morons. And we've been pronouncing it the Cannes Film Festival. It's just the can. Here's the deal. We're Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Americans don't know how to pronounce things that aren't but we're American. And we have a podcast about, about that's true. Signal. And we should probably do our homework. But I don't believe I'm the one who started pronouncing it Canes. That's on you. Yeah, but you follow me. You could have that's could, true. Could, I don't want to embarrass you on the pod. I'm not gonna call it. you out every time you say both did it. <laughs> so yeah, both said it. It's con. It's con cause the French. Yes. Con cause the French. Yes. But that's not important. What is important is who is truly the true king. Of streaming platforms. That's today's debate. That's today's debate. Okay. So we're going to kind of just do the big ones. There's mm-hmm. like Tubi and like all those other little ones that mm-hmm. some may have, but no one really. They got little crumbs. They got little crumbs of their own shows. Whatever. Yes. They get the crumbs. Quibi. Yes. Quibi's another <laughs> one. Tubi. I don't know if yeah. Quibi's still a thing, but yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. But um, Netflix, Hulu, Max, Peacock. Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, and Prime Video. What are your takes? All right. Well, Disney Plus is really its own thing, you know, because it's like they don't have it's it's the Disney stuff. It's all Disney stuff. So that's kind of its own thing. Like if you're a Disney fan, Marvel fan, Star Wars fan, that's where you go, right? That's where you go. It's yeah. worth getting. The shows are great. All the movies are great. Well, you know, Emperor's New Groove. Who doesn't love the actually, Emperor's New Groove? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you partially wrong because now they're with hulu so you'll find like a ton of hulu stuff on disney plus now ah so you'll find like well some of it not all of it okay so like you'll find a you'll find a couple of like random hulu shows and movies on disney plus and you're like what the fuck is this interesting but still solid streaming platform yeah you gotta love disney plus go there for all my star wars stuff it's worth it (laughs) <laughs> yes disney is. plus is cool um i hate it but it's cool yeah as much as i hate netflix it's good i mean it gets the job done it, it probably has it may have the most out of everyone like of just pure content yeah, yeah i think so i think netflix has the best originals i think original like films and original shows and stuff no, i think hbo dude hbo's got the best original well that's shows. different though because like hbo is you know it's like a it's television. Not different though. Well, because it's, HBO it's is a TV plan. channel first, right? It's still got it. It's that it still goes into the debate. No, but like there HBO are no such things as like a Max show. show. It's like an HBO show. Yeah, but what, what was it? It was HBO Max, and yeah. now it's Max because right. they just they're they've decided to merge with Discovery, which is also a weird thing because Disney Plus is also merged with <laughs> Discovery. It's all hazy, man. It's yeah. all hazy. But I think HBO has. The best shows, 
HBO might be the most solid all around selection. I think Mac. I think Max is the best streaming platform. Could you agree with me on that? I think Probably. we're gonna we're gonna put this to rest early. <laughs> I think overall, I'd say Max. I think Disney Plus is close, but as like its greatest strength is also its greatest weakness. Whereas you only go there for Star Wars and, and Marvel, Marvel yeah. and if you want to watch High School Musical, <laughs> which Adam totally doesn't do from time to time, but mm-hmm. um, I watched The Lion King one and a half. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's my go-to. Um, yes, but yeah, like I said, that's that's its greatest weakness, although it's its greatest strength. Mm, well put. Yes, Apple TV also has really good shows. Apple TV is the one with like the least selection. There's not much on there, but like what it has, it's really good. It's really it's solid. Yeah. I don't know that Apple TV has a lot. You just have to buy everything. Well, yeah, that's different. That's not streaming, you know. That's just like Prime or whatever. Um, but yeah, the Apple original TV well, that's shows the same are pretty thing, good. But Prime also gets has a lot of shit you could stream for free. Mm-hmm. Just you also have to buy a lot of things too, depending on what it is. Yeah. Like Prime, I actually, if we're talking streaming and like buying, Prime probably is the most, mm-hmm. just because it's Amazon and they literally have everything. And they have like a streaming. ton of packages. Like I got like the Stars one and the Showtime one, and those are really good on Prime. You get so many movies. Yes. Um, Hulu's just kind of like a shittier Netflix. Hulu is shows only. Yeah. Like they have every single show ever made. Um. But yeah, Hulu they, has really good shows. Yeah, too. they only have a couple of films though. I would probably argue Hulu has better shows than Netflix. Like a Hulu original show? Yeah. Maybe. Know. Like I'm just thinking like The Bear. Like I don't know if there's been a better Netflix show than The Bear. Well, I don't I think The Bear's That's a Hulu. That's a Hulu original. It's not an FX. I think it's FX, but I'm also pretty sure it's like a Hulu original. Uh, too. Interesting. Um Let's see what else. Peacock. I think Peacock's a sleeper for me. Peacock gets a lot of movies straight out of theaters like a month later. Peacock's got some winners. I don't know. What else do they have? Have I ever watched anything on Peacock? I don't know. Cocaine Bear? <laughs> I saw that in theaters, dude. I was first in line for Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I don't know if they I have a, like they have a lot of movies that if it's not like if it's not super popular, I know movies will be right out of the theaters nowadays within a month and right on a streaming platform. And then people are like, all right, now I'm going to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like that was like cocaine bear, maybe like a month and a half after it came out. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to see it anymore. It was all the college kids and their buddies named Chaz got to see it. So <laughs> they all decided, eh, I don't want to, I'm not wasting my money on this. So yeah, they allowed for them to drink and watch it at home. Mm-hmm. Do you have Paramount plus? I do, but I only got it to watch Zoe 101 in full. Because oh. <laughs> Netflix only has the first two seasons, and it's bullshit. And no one's talking about this. How could you have half of a show? I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't understand um, it. I actually really like Paramount Plus because they get all the old Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah, they got the goodies, man. So, like, in, like senior year of high school, I used to pay for it by myself. And then a year came up, and I was like, I don't want to pay for a streaming. I want to pay, pay $5 a month again. <laughs> Like, I convinced myself, I was like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. It, like, it was such a toll on me. Uh-huh. But I don't want to pay $60 for all of Paramount Plus. But 
It's really good though. But if they do. They. I, we should let the viewers know. They do. A, they do a good thing where if you you can get the free trial, right? You get the free trial, and then you cancel it immediately. But when you try to cancel, they like wave a free two months in your face to try to get you to stay. So then you get a free two months without having to pay anything. Yeah. So cash in on that. You can have two months free of Paramount Plus for doing nothing. Yes. Sorry, continue. But, and honestly, if you like really like Tom Cruise, get Paramount Plus. He really only works with Paramount, it seems, nowadays. Mm-hmm. All the Mission Impossible movies are on there. So if you're like me and Adam and have to rewatch all of those movies for uh, Death Reckoning Part 1. How many are, How many are there? I think this is number seven. Oh my god! Yeah, fuck. Yeah, we got a lot. To I've never seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, Paramount solid. So what? What are your top three? Top three. Like, if I could only have three. If you can only have three of these platforms, isn't it insidious though that they like divide it in such a way where they're all, they're all like you want to have, you'd have to have all of them. Like you need all of them. They all have different shit. That's good. It's so frustrating. Yes. Um, if I can only pick three, <sighs> Hulu, HBO Max, Netflix. That's the three. That's the Those three. Those are three. I see. But the reason is because with Disney Plus, I have all the Marvel movies on Blu-ray. So and the Star Wars movies. So I don't need. I don't need to stream them. You have a Blu-ray DVD player still at home. I have a PS4 that plays Blu-ray DVDs. Okay. Check me. Fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. I get extra features, Mitch. <laughs> get the one shots and shit on the Marvel ones, and the gag reels. The gag reels are great. <laughs> okay. Um, I think because I don't have that, I'm gonna go Max, Disney Plus, and uh, I wanna go Netflix, but at the same time, I don't. At mm-hmm. the same time, I wanna go Paramount. Really? Because like, like yeah, they get like. Although at the same time, Paramount Originals aren't really good. I'll, I'm gonna stick with Netflix because Netflix has a ton of solid stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Although I do think they need to be more like, more like Paramount and more like Max and try to have more classic movies on there. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to watch with ease the first two Christopher Reeve Superman movies which are from the fucking 70s. And I was able to start Casablanca, which is from fucking... I think that movie's older than my grandparents. <laughs> is it good? I'm like five minutes in, so I'm not going <laughs> to... Okay. I heard it's one of the all-timers. Yes. It has Gone with the Wind on it. That movie was made in 1939, and it's four hours long. Like, that's how you know that streaming platform's phenomenal. It has... So many movies from so many time periods and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. It's great. They're all great, man. So fuck Netflix though for yeah. doing that shit. You guys know. You know. We don't have to. They say made it. a lot of money though. So Isn't it bullshit? Yeah. Their subscribers went up. Yes. They went because people, people up? because like you said, people can't live without a singular streaming platform. They need them all. Set it they up. Had to buy. Netflix. Set it up is too good of a movie. <laughs> I would yeah. spend eight dollars a month to watch Set It Up. Um, That's a good movie. <laughs> That's a good movie. Um, seriously, has there been a better rom com made in the last ten years? I don't think so. 
I think it's the best. I don't know. <laughs> we got we got to see what it's a perfect. We, they we, made, have to, we have to see what years certain films have been made. They made a perfect 2000s rom-com in 2020 or 2019 whenever that was. It might be a little bit earlier. I don't know how they did it. That's very It's good. perfect and it's so 2000s. It's great. Yes, but sorry. Now you guys know who the king of streaming platforms is. Can we agree? Max. All right, it's yeah, Max. I guess it's Max. Max and Netflix for me. It's not Netflix. They, they, it's not Netflix. They're, they're douchebags, but they're, they're good. good. They're good. They're good. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's All right, Max. here's what we're going to do. You're going to join the Talking Cinema podcast. We're going to boycott Netflix <laughs> until they <laughs> reverse They reverse this bullshit uh, password sharing thing. We're going to boycott them. And then Adam's gonna give all of you his password. Right, once they once they change it back, and then nobody has to buy it, okay? Yes, only he pays for it. So you're gonna join me and Bobby are gonna do this. Everyone's gonna do this. We're turning off Netflix, we're canceling subscriptions, and <laughs> this is going this is all summer long. We're doing this like, like the ice bucket challenge. And you're gonna you're gonna tag somebody and you're gonna tell them to cancel a Netflix subscription, and you're gonna do it too, and then everybody's gonna cancel it until they change it back. Yes, and you tell them. You tell them the talking cinema guys sent you those Netflix yes. execs. And if they ask for specific names, don't say anything. <laughs> We're too young to do that. <laughs> um, but anyways, thanks for tuning in. Next week is a huge episode. Mm-hmm. We're only gonna do. I figured we'd do one review. We do Indiana Jones because I believe that will be. No, that will not be out. We can do Asteroid City, though, we because we can have City. a whole Wes Anderson thing. We can make it a Wes Anderson episode, kind of. Well, no, we were going to do the mid-year stuff. Well, yeah, obviously. Yes. Because so, I, I read the, uh, yeah, the itinerary. He, he doesn't. I do. Um, but big episode. For some reason, I thought Dial of Destiny was but a little too ahead, I guess. But I thought Dial of Destiny was coming out That's next, right. next week. But it comes out the 30th. My time timetable's messed up. Um, but we got the mid-year film and TV rankings. We got the mid-year awards coming up. Hope you guys tune in. Big episode. And we're also going to give you like our most anticipated films and TV shows from, from mid-year. Got a lot of big movies that still haven't came out. Not a lot of Oscar-worthy movies either up to this point. Um, yeah. I think there's only, for me, there's only been one. That I've seen. We're going to say that I've seen. Have I? I there's, there's movies we haven't seen yet that are prop that past, past lives. I'm excited for past. Yes. Very excited for that one. It's not in a singular movie theater around here. So uh-huh. I may have to like drive somewhere to actually see that. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. I'm pretty sure it's a rom like a, I don't know if it's a rom-com. It's some kind of romance, like tragedy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Looks very good. Um, yes, I believe that's the first actual Oscars movie. Maybe besides Air. I could see Air getting nominated for a couple of things, but... Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but... All right, guys. Catch you. Follow us on all the socials. <laughs> Follow us on socials. And cancel that Netflix subscription. And then here's what you're going to do. You're going to take a video of it, and then you're going to... Right. Right, guys. I know, I know.